0: It's time for another episode of The Cultural Hall, where we talk about all things in and around, and we try, as we might, to bring it back to The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We do all sorts of interview episodes every week. If this is your first time listening, this is what we call an articles of news episode. Sometimes we divide it into three blocks, where in the third block we do an interview, but not today. There will be an opening exercises where Mr. Mayor, you'll find out why we call him that, uh, he and I we will chat for a bit. We'll talk about what's going on in our lives, other things from around the hall, and then we'll take a break and we come back and we do actual articles of news, as many news articles as we can, as we push our way towards about an hour's worth of time. We love having you here. Be sure that you share the show with friends that, uh, might appreciate the things that we have to say, our tone, our timbre, our feeling, our emotion, all the things, share it. That's how the show gets bigger. Mr. Mayor. Andrew Mayer how are you sir I am well how are you I'm good. uh also well um you know I'm trying to uh I'm trying to realize where the summer went uh and recognizing that I just oh, went, that's where that summer went.
1: keeps dragging on for me it's oh just yeah hot as and it's Texas it's cooled down to like um Still over 100, but not 105 and above. Oh, good, good. Low triple digits. That sounds great. Low triple digits. Yeah. So we finally, I mean, we've had, it's just been a string of over 105 that I couldn't like been here eight years, never had a summer this quite this bad. I mean, another is it? It's very hot.
0: Perfect. That's how those jokes go.
1: Yeah, because I had something all ready to go for that.
0: <laughs> uh you're in Texas now. Uh it, when we since we're starting to get into uh the tropical storm season, are do you ever get impacted? Are you inland so much that you would never get impacted by well, we uh, get impacted, but not not in the sense
1: not like pro- like typically if there's a hurricane that does mm-hmm. hit like Houston, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. it'll it'll impact us and sometimes we'll get Tornadoes that come off of the the hurricane, but mm-hmm. um, and we get a lot of rain, but we don't like when Hurricane Harvey hit. Um, there was flooding within like five miles or ten miles of us, but we didn't really get anything mm. significant. Um, but we did go. Well, I didn't. I was working. I was traveling a lot at the time. Christy went down and helped dig people out. And
0: Christy is your wife.
1: Christy is my
0: wife. Yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. But my I love, better half. I Well, of course. <laughs> Went without saying, thank you for <laughs> just affirming. Uh, I like that uh, when we, that is, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, when there's the catastrophe and the person says, church is canceled, go help people. Yeah. I understand why we can't do that all the time, but I think here in the state of Utah, I don't know that we've ever done it. In fact, the closest I can think that we ever have done it is uh one time in my old ward um we did sacrament meeting and then when we got to elders quorum uh the elders quorum teacher or maybe it was the president i can't remember at the time said uh there's an emergency in our ward 89% of the people are not attending let's go find these people and so we divided up the ward list and went out during elders quorum to go and oh. see who we could find and let them know that they were cared for and stuff like that. And that was unique, but I've never done anything like that since. In
1: Ogden, 10. after we moved, but it's in my ward that I was in in Ogden, I know that there was a big, there was a big windstorm, mm. took down a lot of trees a few mm-hmm. years back. And I know that the ward shut down and went and took care of everyone's trees when that, that happened. And there were people were power outages and stuff like that. So, I mean, it happens. It's, it's probably rare, more rare. Um, the the closest thing I can think of is COVID, right? When everything just shut
0: down. So. Sure, but that's not at all the same no. thing.
1: No, no. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just saying that's that's the closest M- thing. Mr. To Mer-
0: like- Mr. Mayor here for the observations of not the same things. He'll be here. <laughs> that's right, all hour, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Be here. Oh, all-
1: if that if that's the challenge. Maybe no, I'll-
0: please I'll- no, please <laughs> no, please you- no. You'll have a challenge not doing it anyway. That to challenge you to do it. Come on. Uh, I have to tell you this um very exciting uh uh i i i have been talking about um like what the next thing might be
1: like for you yeah, yeah. I, like, i've been seeing that on facebook and for I've the been,
0: career right i don't know what yeah. the next thing may be right now i you know i dj at events and and weddings and stuff like that
1: so you're basically Podcasting a professional consultant. partier
0: yeah yeah there ain't no party like a richie tea party because a richie tea party don't stop that's right. uh uh i do the podcast coaching and editing and consulting and all those things right um i i'm going to add another thing to it i would love it oh. actually if you guess what what would you think that i might be adding to that list of uh of arrayed services that i already do um
1: um gun Gun consultant,
0: gun consultant, gun (laughs) enthusiast,
1: fire firearm firearm consultant, like uh, um, you know, all concealed weapons courses. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That sounds like right up your alley.
0: Yes, that's right up my old alley. I am going to be officiating weddings.
1: Nice, like like you're getting like over the internet and like giving weddings and doing.
0: I am already an official minister from the American marriage ministries cost me $35 and I you know
1: act- there's gotta be people who think that that's, that's going against your priesthood. There's gotta yeah. be, I'm sure, sure, I'm sure there's someone sure. right in contact at the, contact the cultural hall.com And I can say that because I don't check that email. So Richie gets, yeah,
0: please send it along. No, here's <laughs> the deal. I, I actually, co- I considered it that that might be a thing, right? Affiliating with another group or whatever. I spoke to my bishop. I said, Hey, is there an issue? He said, No, what? Well, no. So if no. there is an issue, it's on him.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you're it's got it's gotta be against the values of the church to be a problem, right? Sure. And sure. like getting people married, is that against the values of the church? No, I, well, I don't so
0: think but so. you do bring up an interesting question. Yeah. If I officiated a same sex marriage, am I in any sort of trouble? Would I be? Would that be an issue? Would that- I bet
1: you there's people who would think that. I personally wouldn't. Um, yeah. I I doubt that that would be an issue. I mean, there's nothing. I don't think that there's anything in the handbook. But I think there's probably things that could be interpreted one way or the other, and yeah. might might be that way. But I mean, I I don't see a problem. Do so, do what you want.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're gonna <laughs> let, you're gonna teach me a correct principle and let me govern myself. Thank you. Uh, but I'm very excited because I've I've already booked my uh, booked my first one. Now, technically, awesome. I've already, I've already technically done one once because someone needed a, an assist, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll get it." But this is like my first legitimate. We sought you out. We want you to officiate our wedding.
1: So, like, you're a, you're like a. You can do the whole thing with weddings. Like, you can go from all the way from DJing. Yep. To up, up and giving the whole thing, and then you know, yep. I, I would enjoy that actually being an officiant at a wedding, as long yeah. as people allowed me to be a little silly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well you, you get a brand just like anything else. Yeah. Right? You're the silly guy. If they want the super religious, you know, monotone guy, that's not you. So you people will Well, I you.
1: would be silly with it with with a, with a uh, element of heart, because that's that's how I'd be that's who I my brand would be.
0: That's would because be. that's
1: who you what would be. your brand be as the officiant? The uh, party I, the party officiant?
0: I uh so I I think I hope, as I'm sort of, you know, walking this out a little bit, my hope is that I can be very um, relaxed. That I can be uh, polished. Like,
1: relax makes me think of the dude from um, The Big Lebowski. (laughs) You're like, dude,
0: yeah. yeah. No, my hope (laughs) is Do you?
1: Yeah. My hope is that I can be,
0: (laughs) like, um, sincere, certainly, but also to be, like, Hey, you know what? Th- I this is a significant day, and we don't know each other very well, but I do know that you guys have chosen to be with one another. And sure, as you look across at each other and hold one another's hands, you are looking straight into the first, if, straight into the face of the person who is statistically most likely to kill you. But you, you would know. be
1: like the wedding singer at the beginning of the yeah. movie, yeah. not in the middle of the movie sure. when he sure. was. <laughs>
0: Uh no I yeah I I I just hope to be kind of observational right like uh you know we're in a yeah. beautiful place this is what it is I'm not going to be super long I don't know it'll be fun I'm interested to see but my first my first like wedding wedding air quotes this is the deal uh Dead Horse Point in uh, just outside of Moab an absolutely gorgeous awesome location
1: maybe you'll be traveling all through the country and you'll come here to Texas which you always threaten to do and you never do see me I would do
0: it. do it I would do it. Get married and I'll come down
1: there. I am married. I don't know if Christy will want to do it again. Maybe we should try it again. Renewal of vows.
0: How long have you guys been married for? Twenty-three years. So twenty-five. Do something for twenty-five and I'll come down. All right. We'll we'll think about it. We'll see. A party? If she, Why wouldn't you do a party? I come down for. A I ride. would
1: totally do it if she doesn't want to. That sh- that shuts it down. Okay. That's okay. how long I've been okay. married. That okay. I know yeah. that.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Good. Smart. Smart. Um, so that uh, also before we turned on the microphones, you asked uh, about uh, Brother Kyle. Um,
1: yeah, I so, wasn't able to come that I was just been to Utah and I just wasn't able to make it. So I'm interested to hear how the funeral was like, what the mood was, what what kind of who did you see there that, you know, we might know even from sure. your old job.
0: Sure. So uh, I, I don't know that I'll get into a whole lot of it because I'm still I've still sort of just processed it. Um, Brother Kyle, for people who may not even know who this individual is, you can go back and listen. We did a repost of an episode a couple episodes ago. Um, He has been a friend of mine for almost 20 years, Um, had ALS and recently passed. Um, And uh, he was a co-host here in the cultural hall for, I think, like six or seven years, which blows my mind. I didn't realize it had been that long. Um, But known for his sort of irreverent humor, his large heart, and um, the sincerity of which he would uh, reach out to people, co-hosts, other co-hosts, especially when they knew, when he knew they were having a rough time and, you know, made that personal connection there. So um, I loved being able to joke around with him. The thing, the literal thing that I will miss is being able to... um, make inappropriate, irreverent jokes with him and have him just be pleased. Other people get it and we laugh, but he was just so well pleased with, um, those in, inappropriate, irreverent jokes. Um, and, and like for, for instance, I saw him a couple of weeks before he passed. I don't think that I thought that he was going to pass when I saw him. I certainly didn't. Um, and, uh, you know, I sit there and I talk with him and because of the degenerative disease that ALS is, he wasn't able to speak, uh, and, or, or, not really. He actually was able to ask me how my wife was and ask me how I was. And that was about all. And you had to really pay attention to like what he was saying. Right. So, uh, you know, I visited with him, stayed for a while and then I left. And then as I'm you know, driving away, he messages me on Facebook messenger and says, Hey man, sorry, I talked your ear off. Great to see you. Like it was (laughs) that sort of, you know, irreverent, uncomfortable, just hilarious humor. Um, and, and so that's the thing I'll miss his funeral. So, uh, just Joni, a previous, uh, co-host of the cultural, her and her husband, Hottie Haas were there. Uh, Janame Knight was there with her husband, uh, my wife came with me. We saw DJ Rob, who I found out, in addition to Kyle passing away, that he was in fact a DJ. I didn't know. Um, he was there. Um, let me think of who else was there. Annette Luthie Lyon was there as well. I think just solo, and she came in a little bit later, so she didn't sit with us. And then obviously, Kyle's family, Noah, you know, a bunch of friends. Sure, sure. Um, he was an avid biker. I would say that's the majority of the people that were at his funeral. Everyone
1: uh, have those like spandex. Oh yeah. on because wasn't there a bike ride and everything
0: yeah so the professional or uh whatever you call it when um they take the the casket from wherever you do the service to the graveyard they did that as a large um bike processional not like motorbikes like bicycle bikes and it was easily over 100 people who rode it was incredible um and uh so his ceremony um like his funeral it was it was very sweet um he made uh three videos at the end he had made three videos that we watched uh one was to his wife uh whom we've had in the cultural hall and you can hear an episode with her one is to his son um and one was kind of for everybody else cuz he knew that he was going to pass and they said hey you know what you can share that with him a lot of pictures the soundtrack of his funeral was incredible he was a big new waiver so he had just the perfect songs for all of the moments um and uh, I mean it,
1: that's how I came in contact with him is through radio from hell and so I mean absolutely he would be I mean, his style of music fit yeah that spot on. So. And,
0: and and there's some of that stuff that you're like ah, okay whatever like mm-hmm. he he knew it. He knew the right song, the, the mood, the all the things. Just incredible. Uh I, and it was sad. Here's the deal, though. So I found out uh via, I think his wife's post on social media that he had passed. And I instantly was so very happy. I was shocked, but I I was I was gleeful, gleefully happy. And um, the hardest part about the whole thing for me was that I felt that uh like i felt like oh you know what guilty feeling that way yeah yeah i i felt like i should feel really sad um or like angry or like whatever but i honestly i was just like that's so great
1: even with his humor and everything else you could tell he'd been suffering yeah um his videos that he posted were an interesting thing because it was amazing that he kept posting them Mm -hmm. on youtube even till what I think two or three weeks before he passed was yep. his final video, and and you you could see his life in him, but you could see how his body wasn't holding on to that life anymore. Yeah, which is sad, yeah. but happy that uh, it's. I can see what you mean. So what what else? What else is?
0: Yeah, yeah. I just, I just. So I just felt bad. I felt bad that I felt so happy for him because I just know. He's not in pain anymore. He's not all the things, right? And it's just like, yeah, that's that's what he wants. That's what he wanted. Um, cried a little bit at the funeral, not a ton. Um, fun to hear some sweet stories and some funny stories and and all the thing. And, and I'll tell you
1: what made me cry was your post on Facebook. Oh yeah, about him. Yeah, and it touched. It was, I think it touched a lot of the cultural halter, and it was it was a great tribute to him um Mm -hmm. and it was just that immediate reaction and you i was pretty soon after you found out because you posted that he he passed away and it was i can't remember it was an hour or two um Mm -hmm. you posted yeah and it was it was vulnerable you you know expressing that
0: the
1: vulnerability yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah it was great
0: uh well thank you i appreciate it certainly i wasn't you know trying for anything no it it really was just a thing where if
1: you were trying for anything it wouldn't have been as moving,
0: right. Right. It just struck me and it, and it's got me thinking, uh, you know, anytime someone passes, I think about a couple of things. One, I could pass at any moment, even though that's not what his like trajectory was, but you can literally pass at any time when it's your time, you're gone. That's one thing Two, I think I got a lot of junk I need to go through before I, you know, (laughs) saddle someone with all the junk that I've got. And, and three, I think, am i doing today and i'm gonna butcher there's some quote from somebody i don't know something one of these things i listen to that it's like if you knew that today was your last day on earth would you do the things that you've set out for you to do today and that has to so,
1: so walk that out for me a little bit like walk that out what you think like what have you thought through to change both let's talk both temporally and spiritually like what what has, has that has it led to anything new from that conversation
0: uh so i have thought about it a lot um as far as action quite frankly no and and that's a thing that i'm a little bit frustrated about um only because you know i i deal with and i, I think i've shared this but maybe not i deal with a a, a little bit of an ang- of anxiety um and so i i do a lot of things Out of the fear of not doing the things. Not because I need to do the things, not because it's the end of the world if I don't do the thing, but I think that it's the end of the world if I don't do it. Well, you
1: just described my last few weeks. We could talk about that in a minute.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so. So to that point, I just think, man, you know what? No, I don't. I, if I were to have passed away today after doing any of the things that I did, like, I, I feel good that like, you know, I treat, I treat my wife. Well, you, we lead a good life as far as, you know, being, I'd be able to have her taken care of. I, I feel like I've done some pretty amazing things that I could look back on and hopefully have changed lives of some people. Right. Those things. But like the day-to-day, absolutely not. Like that thing, that email that I felt like I needed to send, that I could have spent time with my wife or gone on a walk with my dog or any of the things, right? All of the things, I think, there, there, there is a balance to be struck that is different than what I'm currently doing. And well, so The reason
1: I, I ask is because when death comes with me, I usually... I usually don't get an action from it. What I usually end up coming up with is more of a concept that eventually maybe lead to an action, okay. like this, 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 this concept of like maybe I, I've neglected something, or maybe it's just more, more like I, I, I see that my my flaws more, um, when after someone's passed or when there's been significant, and, and I, I, I'm more introspective, and that's what I was just seeing if if you, if you were able to be. Kind of, and and again, it usually doesn't lead to immediate action, and and nor I do I think it should. I think when you become introspective, like let's say that when my dad passed away, I started looking and going, what kind of examples did he sh- he have with me that I'm not living up to? And I, I I spent probably a good year or two pondering that thought, and it did lead to new ways of being eventually, but it was more this general thought process that it, it brought up to it and so i think it taught me more principles than it did specifics and specifics <laughs> come later right <laughs> so i
0: i guess i would say one specific thing that i have not yet done but plan to do shortly uh is to have a will which i don't have uh and then secondarily i am going to do a video that starts out well if you're watching this i'm clearly dead
1: <laughs> yeah, i that, hope, that's, it, I, that's hope perfect I died video.
0: I hope I died in a cool way. I hope you was- should have like
1: five different videos. If I died in an accident, here's yeah. this yeah. one. Yeah. If I was killed by my wife, here's yeah. this, this yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. No, I was- make the
0: deal. My wife's not going to kill me. She's just going <laughs> to take more money into divorce rather than kill me. We've made that deal.
1: That's that's perfect. That, yeah, that's perfect.
0: No, but you know, uh, yeah. What to, to my wife, assuming she's still my wife at this time.
1: If I died of cancer, you know? here's this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> if i yeah Yeah. so
0: yeah so i'm gonna do something like that because i think that that's a spot on uh i've let my uh my family know that for a funeral service who i want to do what and i have fully funded a side savings account for i want
1: permission to stand in the back of your funeral just dressed as the grim reaper yes yes just Yep. Uh, just that. I won't say a yeah. word.
0: You have to I'll do it on stand in the back. You have yeah. to do it on stilts, or you're not allowed.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, totally. Totally. I'll have to yeah. practice. You'll have to yep. give me a little yeah. bit of notice. Well, when I, you die. I won't
0: know. How will I know? <laughs> uh, so I've got a savings account, and this is legitimate and literal. This is this is a thing I have done. I have a savings account that has enough money in it to pay for the mariachi band, which will. When the prayer is done after my funeral ceremony, yeah, <laughs> like in Three Amigos, like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> perfect. See, and
1: that's when I'll bust out of the Grim Reaper outfit. Yes. Yep. And then I'll have a Three Amigos outfit underneath, totally appro- appropriating. Yep. And being totally inappropriate. Yep. And just do my worst dance.
0: Yep. So. All the things.
1: Okay. I- I'm agreeing that is is the one thing that I uh,
0: that I plan to do now sir I have spoken very long and I do want to make sure that as people know this is an articles of news episode that we will get to articles of news but if there is something pressing something that you say I need to tell people about this aside from sweating to death in the heat the hellish heat I'll I'll just tell
1: you the thing that I've been obsessed with over the last few weeks that probably has made my wife go what the heck So it's actually been going on longer than that. Like, I I started thinking about this about the time of my surgery last year, and then I've just been putting it off and and it just keeps coming back up in my I have never done the good Mormon thing and created an emergency preparedness plan at my house. Okay, Uh, and so I began a full on 72 hours kit slash bug out bag for both of our family and their dogs and everything else. And I have gone nuts about this. I told Christy a few weeks ago, I'm like, I've been thinking about this for a while. By the way, I've been I've been looking at all these products. I've been and all of a sudden it it turned into all the YouTube videos that I've been watching are that she's like, she's like, I've noticed something's going on because all of a sudden all the YouTube videos have turned into survival. This and prep. I mean, I look like like crazy nut. um, If you look at my YouTube videos and all the stuff around my house, but I have. Successfully built two very good, well, uh they're not too heavy, not too, you mm-hmm. know, not too much. Mm-hmm. But very good survival kits, and now I'm going to go. I've got to learn how to use all the crap again. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so that, now with the next, that's wise,
0: bit. man. What a great invention! Uh, uh,
1: so I've gone, I've gone crazy and building the whole like. I'm not done. Like we're gonna get the whole one-year supply. We're gonna get the whole thing. We're gonna go. You're gonna dig got under the your bug house out make now.
0: Bunker. I got it. I got it. That's right. Is the and next now we got to
1: figure out the hunker down. So the sure. bug out. We got that. And now the hunker down. So,
0: uh, let me ask you this about that. Is there a particularly great resource that you have found? That has like a checklist things that you should consider. Well, you know, there's about there's a bunch. Of, I'll, I'll I'll send some in the
1: to you afterwards. Some for some the show notes of some yep. The show notes. So there's been a few. There's a great YouTube channel I've been watching, and it's a it's called the Corporal's Corner. Okay. It's this Military uh, Marine Ranger who Special Forces guy who you know he's been home from whatever war or whatever military tour he served in whenever. And now he does solo uh, outings in the woods where he does bushcraft and survival and he'll buy the equipment and he'll try it out Mm -hmm. and he'll live on it, whether it's good or bad. And he'll tell you what it's good. And it's quite, it's quite interesting the kind of stuff he builds for a single night out in the woods. Hmm. And, you know, he'll build a little shelter. He'll, you know, he'll- Condo. Kind of, like, like he's, he's built some pretty, pretty, interesting little shelters for one and he does it in a day does it solo out outing in the wood and he'll go out i mean he must own or have a friend who has this property so he goes out there and but he takes the stuff and he saws it he takes the knife and he'll do it all he'll do the bow drill he'll do he'll show you the different methods of fire starting cool i mean it's it's pretty cool corporal's corner it, it you know for you preppers out there which i know if you're part of our culture there there's there's some of our listeners who are definitely preppers and if you're not you're probably thinking about it because that's what our culture does sure
0: sure uh just promise me this you won't go overboard like i know that you're excited about but like
1: i never go people
0: start if people start talking about like uh you know dark spirits and zombies and you know i was what i was thinking about i was thinking about
1: like, like picking a list of people who are are, are bad and mm-hmm. you know and, and and then you know having you know you know just just a little bit of they're not real people anymore and then you know pick, picking them off and kill. i'm just kidding not really <laughs> not really yeah. that's the whole lore i'm just ah. handling chad Abort. daybell Abort. I'm Abort.
0: Unravel. <laughs>
1: but Unravel. here's what i am going overboard on there's one thing as Come. i was doing this i never got my eagle eagle when i was a kid in fact i was eagle so close to my here. eagle My Eagle Scout Award, I didn't even do my, I didn't do my project Mm -hmm. and I didn't do the communications merit badge. That's (laughs) it. Everything else was done, but I didn't do those two things. And I did those. I finished that, that at like 14 and then did nothing for the next and then just let it die. Mm -hmm. So I've decided I'm going to redo my entire Eagle, but I'm going to tweak a few things because I'm an adult now,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. but I'm going to do all the stuff and I'm calling it the Phoenix Badge the phoenix scout award like i like the re- it. rebirth kind of idea yeah, yeah. so out the of phoenix the ashes cat. comes the phoenix and i'm going to post about it i'm going to put it on my blog i'm going to follow i'm going to go through the whole process so that's something that's big so it came out of this i'm going to do my I'm gonna do my eagle, but it's not gonna be eagle. It's gonna be the Phoenix badge, which is. I love
0: it. I love it. I have long thought that a group called Man Scouts would be kind of fun, and it's just a go. group of uh, it's just a group of people who have serious life life regret about not getting their eagle scout, so they <laughs> they're able to do scouts. But That's what this out, is. It's Man Scouts.
1: That's right.
0: So that anyone
1: who wants to join me, follow me on there. I will go through it. You can follow along. You What's can do your it troop? yourself. What's
0: your troop number?
1: I don't know. We have to come up with one. Will
0: there be camping?
1: There will be absolutely be Dutch there will oven peep cobbler. Well, I would assume so eventually, but there will also be survival training. There'll okay, be listen not tying. Get this There'll written be... down
0: because I this seems oh I'm working a lot of on promises. it right now. Like I have
1: I have it written down. Like I'm not kidding. If oh, you I know. saw the amount of stuff that I I obsess over, you would well, you probably know me about yeah. it.
0: So. <laughs> You're your poor wife. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to do actual articles of news. Hi, friends. Dan, the Laptop Man here from PC Laptops. You can get a brand new PC Laptops Desktop, and they start at only
1: $29 a month, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. Just check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com.
0: BestDJinUtah.com. It's been a while since we've had a new one of these, and I apologize for that. It's because I've been so busy DJing events all over the country, uh, but especially here in Utah. Been able to do some great, uh, you know, weddings. I've done a, a prom or two for different listeners of the Cultural Hall. I love it when you uh, reach out to me at bestdjinutah.com, or uh, you can find the phone number online as well. I would love it if you say, "Hey, I heard about you on the Cultural Hall," because maybe, just maybe, I give a Cultural Hall discount. Uh, all sorts of events. It doesn't have to be a, a wedding. It could be a community event. Maybe it's a ward or youth activity. I'm doing one of those this summer. In fact, just lock the deal down on that. Uh, whatever it may be, if you need music to accompany your event, or you just need a great MC, I would love to be able to help you out. You're simply going to need to go to Best DJ in Utah
1: Unique for you. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com.
0: All right, so we talked a lot in the first block. We've got uh, we, too much.
1: We went over. The, the the bishop was, like, telling us to get down.
0: Yeah, they they didn't ring the bell until anyway. Let's do some actual articles of news. Hit it, Peter. You
1: can't lose articles of news.
0: And away we go. So much news to share. Let us start here. Uh, I have found great um, obsession. I don't know. I am fascinated. Let's go there. uh, With the growth of the church in Africa. Four new Area 70s have been sustained uh, one that was uh, a former mission president of the Nigeria Port Harcourt Mission. His name is Victor Obasi. Uh, Kenneth Pambu, who is from Freetown, Sierra Leone. Uh, he formerly was a stake president of the Freetown Sierra Leone Stake. Uh, Kofi Sosu from Kumasi, Ghana. He's assistant chief technical officer, town and country planning. Formerly served as the president of the Kumasi Ghana Stake, and Chimaroki. Udiekki from Enugu in Nigeria. Uh, he was uh just an elders quorum president, prior, uh former bishop as well, district president, high councilor, state president, um, and is now called to be an area 70. So they called these gentlemen because they're like, man, the growth is so much we need to have people that can oversee all that is going on. And I just think it's incredible. The amount of growth that we've seen just in the last 10 years in Africa, like that's where the temples are, that's where the temples are going, that is where a lot of church money is being spent and I I just think it's incredible. So that is where I wanted to start and did. So. That's
1: a cool new story. I mean, it's great. I I don't know if I realized how it was how much it was growing until there was a recent article I read about. It. I was like I was really shocked.
0: Well, I'll give you, I'll give ice. you another, for instance, uh, just as a couple weeks ago, 130 stakes in the West Africa area were involved in nine, uh, in, I'm sorry, in service projects in nine countries over, uh, you know, thousands of volunteers. How many temples were, are there? That I think there's only, uh, you're going to make me sound like an idiot. Corey K. Ward, where are you? Uh. My guess is Johannesburg, right? Um there'd be Well, one. and you've got the two that are in uh the the, the um the the Congo and then there's there like the Republic of Congo. I mean there's probably a dozen, but I'm I'm telling you uh in the next what, 10 years? You're going to have 50, 70 more temples there.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm, I'm like, that's place to watch for new temples. That'd be yep. interesting to see General Conference, to w- see how many African temples get announced yeah. in the next few years. And
0: just massive amounts of growth. They they talk about in this article, service projects, nine countries, thousands of people. Um, some of the pro- projects were erecting uh, reflective poles on roadsides, changing mosquito netting at a school, uh, conducting blood donation campaigns, painting, tree tree planting, pothole filling, just like these amazing... Um, you know, the stories
1: of the pioneers that we grew up in, that's where they're happening now, right?
0: Yes. It's, it's incredible. And the church, uh, there's another story, uh, the church built a bridge, a literal, they paid for the construction of a bridge bridge, um, to be able to connect two communities, and I just think it's it's so they're building bridges by building bridges. Yes, it's incredible.
1: Saw, that's got to be a, that's got to yeah. be a headline. So.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love the uh, excitement around that. Um, and then I want to share this. We've talked a lot about uh the Cody, Wyoming temple. Um, I know you have some Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square news, so I want to get to that. But I want to make sure that I share this. Um, this, if you'll indulge me, I'm going to read this to you. Are you would that be all right? I'm, I'm, indulge away. This is a, uh, a column from the Cody Enterprise, founded by Buffalo Bill in 1899. As I understand it, it is an opinion piece uh, in the Cody, Wyoming um, newspaper. Now, here's the deal about this. If you haven't been following along, maybe you don't know this. Uh, the church said, hey, you know what? We want to build a temple here. Uh, and the, uh, people said, yeah, that's great. And then they said, and here's what we'd want it to look like. And the people went, ah, that's less than great. Come on. Does it have to be like that? That doesn't feel very Cody, Wyoming. And then, uh, there was a meeting and they're like, yes, we'll let you build it like that. And then we said, great. And then we ordered all the parts. Cause this is going to be one of those like Lego temples where we just kind of put the pieces together and we go temple. Temple. Um, not really, but kind of, it's like the hell in a temple. And, uh, then people said, Whoa, 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 slow your roll church. Uh, you want it to be how tall we don't do tall buildings in this town. You want it to be how bright we don't do bright buildings. And, um, there have been some concessions certainly about the lumens as far as the lights and when the lights go on and whatever. And, and all that, um, But the height of the steeple and height of the temple continue to be an issue. So much so that the mayor of the town of Cody has said, guys, pull in the permit. Let's wait. We got some lawsuits on the table. There's a group in Cody that has sued the church. The church has sued the city of Cody. Lots of lawsuits going on. That, I feel like, is a fairly fair summary about what's going on.
1: Yeah, you did it well.
0: And now I share this. This is by an individual named Pat Stewart, who says, and this is from August 21st, find the link in the show notes. The gloves came off, muscles were flexed, and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Goliath, with an army of over $100 in its main asset fund, told the volunteer Cody Planning and Zone Board, uh, David, who is representing the city of Cody, with a meager total of $28 million in cash and assets— to either approve building its proposed temple or face more lawsuits. What happened next came as no surprise. The Planning and Zoning Commission folded. But it did so in such a way that no one is entirely certain what their vote to allow the site plan means. That confusion extends to the members of the Planning and Zoning themselves, who hold different opinions on their votes' importance. I don't think they did it on purpose, although I'd like to believe so an oblique way of handling an impossible-for-them situation. Yet, serving on a county board as I do, I know how easy it is to innocently mistake the wording of motions. Besides, all of this steps around the core issue. Opposition to the site plan has never been about the building of an LDS temple in Cody. Indeed, one would be welcome. It's about the location and the indib- uh, indibutable, indibutable fact that the site plan requires the city to make exceptions to its own zoning and its own city planning. One thing is for sure, the LDS project managers are satisfied with the planning and zoning vote, letting us know that they interpret it as allowing everything in the original site plan. That would include, they say, the tall tower. They are ready to break ground. For their part, local LDS congregants have also accepted the vote, as a fate a comply, being gracious in their stated appreciation to the community. It's going to be such an asset, they say, it will be a jewel in the town's cap. They assert ignoring the fact that it could be an asset and a jewel in another location. More, it would be welcomed, serving as a unifier instead of a divider. Where does that leave us? One congregant is quoted as saying that her friendships with non-Mormons will recover thereby acknowledging the deep divide that the LDS project managers have created in our community. Worse, presuming they win in the end, they'll leave Cody with a structure standing not as a testament to their religion or to God, but as a highly visible, impossible to ignore, monument to conflict, and a reminder of how a giant religious group succeeded in intimidating a small town. There's the real problem. The structure itself will make it impossible to forget or to heal. Thus, we'll be left with no winners, only losers. Thus, you have to ask if a church that prides itself on winning friends and comforts is proud of its position here. If the church leaders in Salt Lake City truly want to build and maintain a festering sore in the Bighorn Basin, particularly when it is all so very, very unnecessary. And why? Why must the temple pieces sitting behind YTEX, that's in reference to the temple pieces that are there on the property already, ones that would have been welcome in a multitude of other locations, have to be assembled exactly where the final structure will violate both the spirit and the substance of city planning and evoke strong local opposition? I've been told that God chose a location, so no place else will do. True? Somehow. I think God has more serious matters to contend with in this world where another bully like Vladimir Putin feels free to indiscriminately kill men, women and children where I I won't go on. Well, one good thing may come out of this, a recognition that the city put its appointed planning and zoning board in a situation that should only be handled by elected officials who are responsible to the citizens. We can all be happy that city council members are grappling with this issue and hope they find a resolution to use another metaphor. Such a restructuring of the planning and zoning process will probably end up as a case of closing the barn door after the horse thieves have been, but not gone. So I, uh, I appreciate the well-worded the- statement. For yeah. Sure. And the thing is, I don't know. um, about the big so let me back up a little bit like I know that like the Salt Lake Temple the uh the the legend the the Mormon myth the you know whether it's truth about it here is the place that we shall build okay here we will build the temple of our God thank you very much very well done right out of the right out of the moon so so was that the thing there yes was that the thing in Cody I don't know there was opposition in the Toquilla Valley with the temple there. Mm-hmm. And so much so that the people said, all right, we'll move it. The church said, we'll move it. And so it's interesting to me here, the Heber City Temple, I, you know, the Heber City one is trying to get exemptions for lighting. And I just there there seems to be like an arrogance, you know, maybe like a, a rules don't apply to us. And I yeah, just
1: I mean, there, there definitely is. I mean, we're we're wielding. The power to get our way and there's some people you can make the argument that like this will be a benefit to the community just like that is in there but is that is that always needed to be in the place that you know i don't know but there's there's more to it than god said it because the reason they're choosing certain places is economics location how it looks all all those things i'm not saying that god doesn't guide and direct but if I understand Revelation the way uh, I believe it, it runs. God is usually conf- say, saying, "Well, that's fine, just you know," or "That's good." Yes, that's and once in a while he'll say, "Absolutely, that's the way it is." You're sure. going to go that route. But that's 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 not what happens all the time. Most times, the answers to prayer comes in little, short, small ways, and 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 with a lot of my own discretion in there. God's not going to command us in all things, yeah. right? So I, I, you know, we have to take responsibility over, over some of those things.
0: And the one step further to me is it's what goes on in the building. Guys, listen, like I know we want them and, and they are a tribute. They're the house of the Lord, just like it says on the side. I don't want them to be, you know, eyesores. I don't want them to be unattractive things. I don't want them to have no lights. I'm not being ridiculous, like, but I just think that like, you you, it goes a long way when you pay respect to the place where you're trying to do this thing. Now, I don't think that we should be bullied. You know, it has to look this way, says the city. You know, it has to be an earth tone. It can't be white. It has to, right. you know, all of those things. I think that there's a level of compromise. It does seem, though,
1: for the church's credit, and
0: this it does seem that there was an
1: initial agreement where the church felt like, hey, we bought this property under this. Understanding, sure. And now, for whatever reason, whether it was their fault, our fault, someone in the community's fault, it does feel like that that was there was a switch switch on them. So now the church is battling for the location that they and the real estate that they purchased. But
0: sure.
1: you know, I, I think that there is both sides to the story, but it ultimately will look like the David and Goliath, yeah, against the church.
0: Yep. You know. Yep. So, so that is my news. What have you? That is your news.
1: My news is with all the stress and anxiety that we just drummed up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and that you you experience in your world. the The Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square at the end of of July, and so it's been a month, and I didn't even realize because I was there when it was released. Um, they released a new single, and it's it's actually tearing up the the the, the charts in the in the category of the Tabernacle wires category but mm-hmm. um uh on apple music and all the streaming services it's called a lullaby um and it is beautiful it's by uh a uh, composer named ryan murphy and he and
0: he's the assistant to uh, mac wilberg
1: oh so there you go it, yeah i should know that i should, yeah, you should, I know, should know that i'm, I'm surprised know that.
0: actually that you don't know that
1: i do know that but for whatever reason it didn't it didn't like click right, but the the words is a po- from a poem uh, called The Lullaby" by Eugene Field. And go onto the website, read the poem, go listen to, and then you can you can you can click and there's different ways you can download it and listen to it right off the article. I mean, it literally is is it just like I wanted to fall asleep to it, but it also kind of calmed me down um, when I heard it the other day. I, I've actually been quite anxious lately and i also deal with anxiety and it and it was a wonderful way for me to kind of take a moment and let it just just calm me down so uh that was that's my news i'm a new single from the tabernacle choir and i'm so glad one of the other co-hosts didn't take it from me because i get mad when they do
0: sure you get very violent
1: i do i start calling people names like <laughs> like 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 you dude
0: dummy to the head, <laughs> <laughs> stupid brain dum-dum uh all right let's get into some bad news all right uh, uh, some would call this the the mormons behaving badly the uh you know
1: all right i did it
0: no just kidding you did not uh, you did not do any of these things this uh we'll start lighter uh if you got younger ears um you know, we're not going to be salacious in these things, but we are going to talk about some heavier, not great stories that have come up in the last little bit.
1: Uh, Might be a time to turn, to pause it or fast forward or whatever yeah, you do. Yeah,
0: come back if you'd like. Again, you know, I mean, we we talk about all things in relation to the church. So, as it will, you know, you've been warned. Uh, Taylor Frankie Paul, Utah influencer, you find her on the TikTok. Uh, she has pleaded guilty to aggravated assault after an incident With her boyfriend at her Harriman home this last February, we've talked about that incident a few times here. On October 25th, she pleaded guilty to aggravated assault, which is a third-degree felony, with the other charges, that being of two counts of domestic violence and one uh, count of child abuse, another of criminal mischief. Um, Those have been dismissed Uh, she was accused of hitting her partner, putting him in a chokehold, throwing furniture around the home and one which apparently hit one of her children in the head. According to charging documents, uh, Paul's partner told Harriman police, they had an argument when he tried to leave the house. That's when Paul began to hit him. So, uh, you can see the video. If this is a kind of thing that you like to watch, I know that's some people's thing, it's not necessarily mine. Um you can find it it is available we will not put that in the show notes but you can certainly find it out on the internet um Are she, sure
1: this wasn't a new Housewives episode
0: yeah it feels like that in a in the nth degree anyway I don't think that she's serving any jail time she is um going to be um on um I want to say that she's going to be uh, like on home or house arrest. And she has to complete both mental as well as um, anger um, classes, programs, uh, to be able to be rehabilitated. So um, that is one of these stories that's just terrible that we're going to talk about. Uh, Another, you say? Can I give you another? Uh, Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to another terrible one. A former lawyer, local scout leader, and church leader who lived in Mid-State, who already pleaded guilty in Virginia to charges of assaulting a child, now faces abuse charges in Pennsylvania. We've talked about this gentleman before. Sean Gooden, a lawyer, uh, formerly served as a local leader with the the church in Lebanon County, was involved with the Boy Scouts because of a previous partnership with the church and scouts. He pled... uh, guilty to charges in Virginia of assaulting a child that dates back to the 90s. And now they are alleging that he assaulted a child in 2000 in Berks County. So he is now going through that. And may he get what is coming to him for doing a horrible, terrible thing. Uh, We move to the next one, which was um, a former youth leader for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, sentenced this last week for possession of child pornography. He was also known to support Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad, which fights against (laughs) sex trafficking. According to court documents, Eric Mosteller 58 was convicted after pleading guilty to two second degree felony charges of sec, of child sexual exploitation sentenced to 250 days in jail and up to four years of probation. Um, the child pornography he possessed uh, shows exceptional depravity with infants and toddlers originally charged with 10 counts uh, was shortened to two counts with the deal uh, that he made uh, in the plea deal. He was invited to be involved in a movie premiere about Tim Ballard's Operation Underground Railroad. He then discovered the deep web, downloaded information, not available to general web users. Um, anyway, he said anyway, it's just awful. So he gave uh, a lot of
1: money to a cause that
0: seems that, to be everything that he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. It's real gross. Uh it's real gross. And may he get everything that he's uh getting trying to get. Um Kenneth Rooks, I think we talked about him, but I can't. Uh actually, that's more of a good story. Let me get to one more um bad story before we go a little bit lighter. Yeah,
1: make make me feel really sick to my stomach. That's really Oh, uh, this it
0: one in. this one is just uh, uh there's a last chance. Uh Manasi Finao, uh he uh, is appearing in a Sydney court. Uh, as a desperate attempt to have his stabbing conviction quashed and be released from jail, guy, it uh, was in a church parking lot over in Australia, uh, with a couple other guys. He was a uh, rugby player, uh, could have been um, one of the um, you know up and comers. Uh, was there church dance going on? Um, stabbing uh, occurred in the parking lot. There's some video of it. And he pleaded not guilty, um, but a jury found that he had plunged a steak knife into the back of another uh, member of the church at the Wattle Grove uh, Church in Sydney back in October 2019. Um, This is his last chance to appeal it. And in the show notes, you can see uh, the video from that. Not of the actual stabbing, but of people being in the parking lot. To whether or not he did it it sounds like he did trying to uh to be able to get out of it i'm telling you what recently uh the church parking lot is nowhere you want to hang out you go to church and you worship and then you leave well dang it because that's anywhere.
1: where i love to hang out you like park.
0: to hang out at the church parking lot no okay no. good because it's dangerous apparently yeah apparently apparently I'm so. sad we need something happy uh okay i'll tell you this uh, Latter-day Saints marked the 100-year anniversary of the first Hispanic congregation in the Salt Lake Valley.
1: Well, that helps. That's better.
0: Yeah. 500 people gathered to mark the 100-year anniversary, a devotional a cultural event at the Institute of Religion. Huge deal, which is super cool. I love that they did that. Uh, the church donated $10 million to UNICEF to help mothers and children. Uh, uh, this is an additional di- uh, donation to ones that they have made in the past. That's significant. Are you have you to talk that? about Donnie Osmond's son yet? No, tell me. Donnie Osmond's
1: son won claim to fame, not one claim, he was in the top three. Of oh, claim I think to we fame. did talk
0: about this. I did think you think talk did about talk that about. very but Donny
1: Donnie Osmond did so, made, made some comments this week. It was quite, quite funny because of all the different missed, you know, mis- missed uh, guesses because they guessed Elvis Elvis Presley, there's related Elvis Presley, and Elton John, mm-hmm. and, and so I mean that he, he kind of made fun of that. So that's a big one that, you know, um, Donnie Osmond's son, almost won claim to fame.
0: Yeah. We don't talk about mission trips. We've talked about that. That's one that uh, I've got here. Who cares? Uh, well, you don't call them a mission trip. You call them a mission for the church of Jesus Christ, the Latter-day Saints. It's if someone's talking trip. about us,
1: I mean, I'm fine talking. I'm like, we call I, to to explain to them, hey, we called them just missions. But the, B, the mission BYU
0: trips, is in the Big Twelve now, and they do not want them to be called mission trips, pal. Do not yeah. call them a mission trip. Yeah, and don't call us Mormons. Like, don't yeah. like, let's get let's
1: get. Uh, I'm happy to rebrand and 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 clarify things, but man, let's settle down about.
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, here's the deal. I understand it, I suppose. Uh, but, but, you know, in a line of work that I have, when I feel like I have to do a thing and they tell me a bajillion things that they don't want me to do, it's very hard for me to, um, feel love towards those people and to feel comfortable in the doing of the thing that I want to do. If I'm like, oh, do I call them Mr. And Mrs.? No, I have to call them and, and we should, and there's respect, but it is certainly an easier going time if people are like, you know what? We'd really like it if it's this, but if it's not this, that's perfectly fine. And the more important thing is this other thing. Okay. All right.
1: My name's Andy, mm-hmm. right? But I only go by Andy to my friends. Uh-huh. And at work, I'm Andrew. So every once in a while, someone will call me Andy. Uh-huh. I don't... I don't it bugs me because at work, I'm Andrew, but it'll, I'll wait until I have a moment of relationship, enough of a relationship to express that, you know what, at work, I'm usually called Andrew, but if you really truly want to call me Andy, if you think that, you know, I'll express that, but truthfully, it very, I, I'm just going to let it go because who cares? Like what, why would I want to create that division that, that much over it, that demand this and create it, it, it. I'm I'm all for stating teaching people and lovingly te- telling people what we want them to call them but I, I this this dogmatic
0: ugh, it's, anger, a, it's it's unnecessary. unnecessary it's unnecessary and it's off-putting yeah it's it's unchristlike in my opinion oh really but working you're going to take a dance
1: well okay. well it, it can be it's i've seen people like get Vindictive about when people don't call us the Church of Jesus Christ the Latter day Saints and sure. put that mouthful in their mouth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They can become un like about it. I mean, you could, you know, I don't think that's the intent of, of Russell M. Nelson's uh, idea. The idea is to point us to Christ, not to create this division where we make other people feel, uh, feel, feel lower because you know, because of that. So, yeah,
0: yeah, agreed. Yeah. And I heard you say it's on Christlike. I heard that. It can be. Uh, other sense. things. Do we? Do you have anything else pressing that you really want to make sure we get in here?
1: Nope. Okay. That, that's it.
0: Uh, I can't remember if we talked about the new hymn book, but I hope that you are going to submit. They're looking for um, solo singers, melody singers. Uh, you can find a link in the show notes if you want to be a part. If you are musically inclined... Are you gonna do it? Are all you different do types it? of no. I don't want to. I I maybe I should. You could though.
1: You should. I, if maybe. you do, I will. If you do, I will.
0: Okay. All right. I love this though, and I wish that I could just copy this and send this to people when I record them for interviews. They they're talking about like when you're recording the uh, audition that you do. Right. Here are the audition recording instructions. Ooh. Please record with a piano or a piano track if possible. Find a quiet room to record in. Turn off fans, air conditioning, other appliances that make room noise, and set your recording device on a stable surface, mic stand, or tripod. Record yourself singing two contrasting hymns. Please record them on separate files. Please save those files as an MP4 or an MP3. Past recordings from performances, albums, tracks, etc. are okay to use. If you are applying for both the solo and choral roles, you will need to submit two recordings for each role. For recording, like it's just, it's very good. Middle That's of the road music interpretations are encouraged. Demonstrate good vocal technique and vocal range. Sing in time with appropriate tempos. I just, it's great. I love that they... You Someone should get up and do,
1: um, well, it's very similar to what my brother did. My So years ago, my brother, my my grandpa and my mom were driving in the car. My brother was, the, uh, played the tuba. Mm-hmm. And they were driving in the car and and somehow it came up that they were playing, like, what are the songs you're playing? And my grandpa made a silly joke. Hey, just, I I, I can, I can, I. Uh, tuba is my favorite part of the whole thing, right? You know, mm-hmm. the, the tuba part is my favorite part. He mm-hmm. made a silly joke. And my brother said, do you want to hear my part? And he literally sang him <laughs> his t- tuba part. And it was Louie Louie. So it was bum, bum, bum 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 bum, bum. Jeez, that's and, he, awesome. and he sang the whole thing and my mom and they all just laughed it was hilarious anyway that's great that's what someone should do is just pick a pick a hymn and sing the bass part yes the, by yourself just sing, yep. sing the bass I, part
0: i am on board for that so or hard. the
1: alto part would even be worse because it's usually just like one note <laughs>
0: I like the alto. If I'm going to sing something that isn't tenor, I'm going to sing the alto part for oh, sure. Oh,
1: I agree. The alto, alto is like the spice that makes the 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 dish beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if you ate that spice all by itself, sure, it's, it's awful.
0: <laughs> have you have you ever heard the altos lament? No, is heard it good. this song. Okay, I need you to stall. Tell me about something that people will care about. And I'll see if I can find this song. Um,
1: uh, we can.
0: I can. I can get into
1: uh, the. Uh, I don't know. Just find come the on. song. Find it come fast. On. I'm not. I can't put me on the spot. You know that. I can't do the end of the cultural hall. Come How on. Can you put me on the spot like that.
0: You got to be put on the spot. I hope that this. Uh, is, uh, okay. Let's see. People want to
1: know. Uh, I can teach you all about uh, video conferencing.
0: Okay. And, and the best oh,
1: and, yeah. the best way to do video conferencing. Um, tell
0: me and, what is the best way to do video conferencing. You well, can say we, this. To right? Make
1: sure, you know, it depends on if you if you're doing a Zoom call or a Teams okay. call, and if you're going to do Microsoft Teams rooms at your office or if you're more mobile and you need to have personal devices and you're going to use web conferencing, just web webcams and and, and that kind of stuff. Okay. So it depends. So, did, did Okay, I, I'm good. Long I'm enough? good. Thanks okay, for good.
0: thank you for stalling. <sighs> So now I got to go back. Okay, I'm getting it. I'll get there. Here we go. So now the altos lament. Please let this not have any bad language in this. Bye. It's uh, a little bit long to get into it, but, you know, the that, that's the That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You've never heard that before? It's great. It goes I mean, on. Nah, to, I'm uh, going to share it with, with my, my wife, wife yes. when I get that up. Yeah. It is a link in the show notes if everybody else wants to, to listen to it. And a shout out to Callie Miles, 368 subscribers on her channel. Go and subscribe and tell her, oh, you did great. So fun. What a great time that was. Uh, Congratulations, Callie Miles. Uh, We hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body.
1: And if you're you're not not healthy healthy enough to listen listen this week, week, you'll you'll be healthy healthy enough enough to listen listen next next week.
0: week. And when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, Chris at Alpine Lakes Travel, Rick McGee, Debbie Wanless, and Chocolate Cake Bites Podcast, we'll be saving a seat for you on On the back back row, row. Of
1: Of the
0: cultural hall. I can't believe you did it right. I did it. I had it it right here here in front of me. me. Boo. From memory. From memory, sir. Save me a seat. It's sure to be neat.
1: On the back row, we read.